0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, visit JourneyTN.com.
1: Well, welcome to another Theology Thursday on the Journey Now podcast. And I'm Kevin Dixon, I'm one of the pastors at Journey Church, and joining me today are Susie Lynn and Michael Erie, both Mm -hmm. um, pastors at
2: Journey Church as well. (laughs) Why did you pause? Why did you pause there, Kevin? Uh, They're both
3: uh, something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just for a fact. For for a fact. That's all it was. (laughs) And I'm so glad that you guys have joined me. We continue the ongoing conversation just around theology. And today we're going to talk about the Trinity. And I want to preface this conversation with uh, the truth that um, this is a great mystery of scripture. It is um, one of the harder um, theological understandings of who God is because we, we have nothing really to compare it to. And we, we make illustrations of it to try to uh, understand it as to how somebody can be three things and still be one. But the Trinity itself is, is um, alluded to, but not um, directly stated in scripture the word Trinity isn't there. Um, And so we've come to this traditional understanding of what the Trinity is through understanding the roles of, of, that God has, and also the personhoods of God. And really that's what the Trinity is. It is one God in three persons, three persons, one God. And so what the, the thing that the Trinity is trying to help us understand or um, better Uh, equip us for is our, I believe, our relationship with God. And also the Trinity is a description of the relationship that exists in the Godhead between the three of them. And so we believe as uh, a church that there's God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit, all co-equal, all um, sharing in the full attributes of God, fully God, um, and yet three distinct personhoods, but one God. And they share this communal relationship, which um, also is on display throughout the story of the Bible. Um, we, we get glimpses of the son in the Old Testament. We, we get glimpses of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. Uh, the father plays a prominent role in the Old Testament. And then we come into the New Testament and the, the Spirit and Jesus start taking prominent roles. Um, but what we see is the interaction between the three and their purposes um, as a one God. And this is really important in our theology is to understand that there's one God, because we're, we're not saying that God transitions into different uh, persons, we're saying there are three eternal persons existing as one God, and so that's uh, that's the struggle of trying to understand this mystery of what we call the Trinity. And so, three persons, three in one: uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the and and they're all in the Scriptures described. And we'll put these some of these notes in the. Um, Show notes or some of the scriptures in the show notes, so that you can look them up. You can you can examine them for yourselves. Uh, but all of them are ascribed deity, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and the Father. But they just have different roles within that Godhead. And so, I'm just going to invite into this conversation Susie and Mike, and and we can talk about the traditional idea of what the Trinity is, but there is also, it works for us in the, in the context of the church to understand the Trinity because of the culture in which we live. There's a, in some churches, there's a heavy emphasis on the Holy Spirit. In some Mm -hmm. churches, there's a heavy emphasis in other arenas uh, around Jesus. Um, And then there is oftentimes this this we we kind of characterize the father as holy other um and we we so there's this mystery attached to this but i i'm curious from uh, your um specific backgrounds has the trinity been um taught this way and if it has uh, how how do you engage with that
3: well, I certainly feel like it's been taught this way, but it's been mm-hmm. embodied a different way.
1: Oh, so. like carried out in the church a different yeah, way. Yeah, feels- I mean,
3: I've, the, the churches, I've I've been a part of three churches for long periods of time in my life. And I would say everything you just said about the Trinity is how I was taught. But each of those churches and other churches that I've been connected to throughout the years for different reasons, would embody that in a different way. Because like mm-hmm. you said, we just tend to emphasize, Yeah. That, you know, like as you were talking about um, God, what did you say about the father being removed?
1: Yeah. Other and holy. Other There's and the-
3: holy. Yeah. Like as you said that, that really resonated with me because sometimes it feels as though, It's the father that's other and holy and big and Jesus and the Holy spirit do his work for him. But that's right. That's not accurate.
1: And there's, and the (laughs) other part of that is, is that wrath, the idea of God's wrath is assigned to the father. Right. And, and not to the Godhead. So there's, there's all these and Mm -hmm. is great. Where does grace come from? Does it come from Jesus? Does it come from the Holy spirit? Is it the father? Does the Father only have grace because of Jesus? There's there's this interplay that we often, whereas the Scriptures teach that they're in unison, they're in agreement, they are um, they they serve each other. Mm-hmm. There is a a, a mutuality um, and a co-equalness. They are co-equal. Mike, you look deep in thought. Um, let's draw you into the conversation.
2: Deep in thought. So, my introduction to Trinity was as a character in The Matrix. Ooh, awesome! Yes. Um, no, it, it the the concept. I like how you framed it. Um, it is. It's not something that was cooked up by a bunch of white men it was forced upon us by the weight of biblical testimony, right? You have, you have three kinds of texts, Um, texts that argue that there is one God texts that argue that the father is God, son is God and spirit is God. Mm -hmm. And then, and I, and I just wanted to draw this one out. You have texts where they engage simultaneously
3: because it's easy
2: to think, okay, so God was, God was the father in the old Testament and Jesus when he was on earth and then the Holy spirit. Now, And no, no, because you have them engaging, you know, like around Jesus's baptism, Jesus receiving the spirit. Here's the father's voice and so on. So we're we're left with this really bewildering. And this this idea of the Trinity really separates Christianity from the other monotheistic religions. Um, You know, when you're in Israel and you ask, why don't you believe Jesus is Messiah? And they will say, because he's not the son of God. Uh, that's the reason. It's our Trinitarian, that Trinitarian piece that is the, the, the hang up for both Muslims and Jews when it comes to Christian theology. So it's super important that way. But I, yeah. but, I, but I think it's important too the way that you guys are identifying if God is like this and we're made in the image of this kind of God, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. The c- concepts like love and justice and relationality mm-hmm. all take on. Uh, very different meanings there's this uh, ancient greek word perichoresis that describes the mutual indwelling of the persons of the trinity and, and it's the best we can do it's it, the word's almost like a dance like the, the 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 persons of the trinity are are so um tied in together and entwined Um, in love and service and uh, self-sacrifice. And I mean, it's just this incredible image that at the bottom of the universe, if you want to know what the reality of the universe is, it's this um, self-sacrificial community of love that Mm -hmm. shares godness and out of that overflow created other beings who needed relationality Mm -hmm. uh, in order to express the same sorts of concepts. I mean, it's, it's, it's the most... For me, it's the most majestic picture of why it is that human beings turn every single technology into a way to connect with each other. We can't, <laughs> we can't it's help ourselves. Yeah. No, we're built for this, and and yeah. mm-hmm. there's no other explanation. You know, you can you can cash it out in evolutionary terms. We're stronger in packs, but that doesn't explain altruism or charity or compassion. And so, f- for me, the idea we're made in the image of a triune God incorporates this radical image of how much we need and are interconnected to each other.
3: I also think it's really interesting as you're talking, Mike, when you, we think about gender too in terms of identity and 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 how all three, all three in scripture, as we read about all three, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they're 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 described in in like both as both genders as well. You know, like when when Isaiah talks about the father, he talks about him like a like a mother nursing a child. And
0: mm-hmm. and we
3: see Jesus um, being nurturing to, to children like like typically women are in that. And then, of course, you have like the the description of Ezer, you know, as yep. you know, the Holy Spirit and the helper, yeah, which is the, God's first words to women is is calling her that as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So. Oh. Like as you're talking about embodying the image of God and and how we are with each other in community, I think that's also really interesting to think about.
1: Yeah, you you see, you and 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 some of the things that help us understand a little bit of um, our relationship, but also how much how much this is a big factor mm-hmm. in our creation is He wanted us to share in that. He wanted us to be a part of, God wanted us to be a part of that communal um, relationship. And so he invites us into that. He makes it available to us. And and on the cross, when Jesus is dying, um, there is this separation that takes place. Something happens. And this is also, again, another picture of of what's happening in the relationship with the Trinity, that their persons are individual but one. Which is really hard, hard to, for a human mind to quantify. But when it, it the great tragedy of the brokenness of that relationship when he, he, when he's on the cross and taking on the sins of the world. So there's, there's a, the depth of pain there is huge. And I think it has to do with relational. Um, and so that Trinity has a lot going on mm-hmm. um, to, Uh, help us relate to God too. So there's this, Jesus was relatable. He was, he, he made it possible for us to understand God and see God um, in ways that we couldn't before he arrived here on the planet. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and the Holy spirit is, is doing his work in us. So there's to help us to understand, to help us connect, to help us do these things. So. Mm -hmm. I think the trinity if if we're not if if whatever you're a part of whether it's journey or some other church and if it's not a central cornerstone of your understanding of the god of the bible uh, you're missing the god of the bible because oftentimes people want to segment these things like mike said god the father and then he became he became jesus And then Jesus became the spirit and they see things Mm -hmm. in this only God can be in one mode at one time. When in reality, all three persons have always been and always will be. Um, And so there's an eternal
3: peace to this. Susie. I have some questions. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I think because our listeners, whether they're at journey or friends of journey, I think we, we all come from different backgrounds theologically Mm-hmm. And you know most churches don't stand up and say, this is our view of the Trinity, right? I mean mm-hmm. on a given Sunday. So can you help us understand because I, I mean I had dinner one time with a, a dear friend who doesn't doesn't believe in the Trinity for lack of a way of saying that, but he considers himself to be a Christian, a Christ follower. So can you can you help us understand maybe some of the traditions that don't ascribe to a Trinitarian God? That's
1: a really good question. Um, Most of them revolve around Jesus Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and they, the wanting to him not being God and God in the flesh. So there's, there's something Gnosticism says that the body doesn't work that way. It can't be deified. Um, And so when Jesus when Jesus took on flesh there that immediately disqualifies him from being God. And so there's a struggle with this idea that a human being that God could in flesh be God. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the struggle for, and I'm not going to name them off, but there's, that is the primary heresy that arrives in a lot of um, uh, different uh, tangents of what would be called Christianity. And so they diminish the person of Christ. That's that's usually the heresy that arrives. And that's why when we say we believe in a triune God and we raise Jesus up to the level of deity, we're saying that he claimed to be God
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he was God in flesh and he still is God and always was God. So there's a, there's a passage in scripture and it's evading me at the moment where it talks about it at creation, all three were there. Where the son was there, the father was there, and the spirit was there, and so, they were and they together, even the description in, in Genesis talks about them or us or we
2: mm-hmm.
1: created, and so there's a, a we ness and a oneness.
3: So, it, it, you're saying then if someone's trying to discern, I mean, you called it a heresy, mm-hmm. so if, if you're if someone's trying to discern that. In the community mm-hmm. that they're in, if they're hearing yep. Jesus being diminished in terms of his deity, then yes. that's something to look out for.
1: For sure. And would it, you it's say, not, it moves off of what Christianity
3: mm-hmm. is. So would you say the same about the Holy Spirit?
1: If they, if they want to take away the Holy Spirit's deity, yes. Yes. Okay. They want to take away his personhood as well. Right. If they want to make him a force or they, they want to call, make... Yeah um, a energy. He's not energy. He's a person. He's, he's part of the Godhead. And so right. those are other forms of diminishing the deity of both the spirit and Jesus.
3: Yeah. I mean, we know many people in our community who grew up, not even the Holy Spirit wasn't even talked about. Right. Right. And yes. then it was very little. In- yeah. Yeah. And then there are some traditions where it's over, he's overemphasized.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So that's the, those, and those verses, mm-hmm. again, will be in the show notes. If you want to look them up, if you want to take note, um, because it, it, it's hard to read the new Testament. It's hard to read the Bible and not come away with this rich, um, I wouldn't say I, I, I'm struggling with the right word, but understanding is 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 mm-hmm. really hard in this because there's a mystery to this, and which I also believe brings a richness and fullness to who God is because He's bigger and other than what I can comprehend or understand. And so, my worship of God is is intrigued and enriched by the idea that I can't fully grasp or fully understand the Trinity.
3: Mm-hmm there's not enough language to adequately grasp it in our, in our language.
1: Yeah. I don't think there was in the Greek. I don't think there was in, in, in the Hebrew as well. So there's this, there is a, a holy, (laughs) holy otherness uh, for all of it, not the father, but for the whole thing. So Mike, any further comments? We put a bow on this one. Nope. Okay, well, thank you, Susie. Thank you, Mike, for joining me on this theology Thursday, and um, be looking into the other Journey Now podcast as um, Mike Mike is interviewing some folks and around around topics that um, are a lot of questions. And so Mike's doing that on Mondays. Susie's doing um, formation on Fridays, and Tim's doing. Um, 10,000 minutes on Tuesdays and we're doing still doing the round table on Wednesdays. So join us, um, at, uh, at your leisure on journey. Now. Thanks for joining us today.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's episode of journey. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, Hey, do us a favor and why don't you leave us a review or share an episode with your friends or whatever it is you can do to help us get journey now out to more people in the world. You can also subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. iTunes, Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, you name it. Today's episode of Journey Now was engineered by Justin Glotzbach. Kaylee Sullivan created our amazing graphics. Kristen Fields helps get the word out through social media and every other means about Journey Now. Austin Fields, possible relation to Kristen composed and performed our groovy music and randy hansen takes care of all the technical things that no one else can possibly figure out thanks again for joining us today and be sure and come back tomorrow for another episode of journey now